Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about teaching without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to do a big shout out to a lot of our Patreon patrons out there who help support us and keep us running. Right now, you can join up through Patreon, through Spotify, and listen to our new extra exclusive Spotify content through there, as long as you're a patron of the podcast, or you can go to Patreon and sign up for as little as $5 a month, and not only do you get extra episodes, exclusive episodes, interviews with the host, the special Facebook group, you get your name right at the beginning of the podcast, so here we go, a big shout out to all of our beautiful podcasters, or patrons, let's start with William P., Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonder Stats, Quentin P., Ekabesk, Mistress Mischief, Natasha M., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Texas Teacher Kristen, James Nally J, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jin Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swift Lev Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah, and thank you guys so much, woohoo! All right, I'd also like to do a big shout out to our sponsor, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, or you're just being forced to do a play that you never heard about, go to LudLambDramatics.com. They have some great posters and resources for the theater teacher, all stuff that's great for the classroom that actually benefits you and will be great. All right, friends, I love every single one of you. I got some of our hosts back today, some we haven't heard from in months, and school year's starting to go, so I hope it's going okay for you. And uh, I'll see you on the other side. Cheers, my friends. All right. Um, Bunny, would you mind ballsing us in? Um, balls, 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 well, this is great. Welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Before we go any further, I'm really excited because I got tickets to the Dallas Symphony Orchestra next month, and oh. they're screening Amadeus, but they're going to have the Dallas Symphony Orchestra score it completely live. Shut uh, up. Miss Sparkles, <laughs> it's going to be amazing. They're doing it that weekend, uh, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And uh, Miss Sparkles and I, like, before pandemic, went and watched them do that Jurassic Park. They put Jurassic Park on the screen, and they had the Dallas Symphony score the whole John Williams thing, which was pretty great. It was but so good. I can't wait to see them do Amadeus. Number one, it's one of my favorite movies. And then having, you know, some, it's all like the Mozart's greatest hits. It's amazing. Oh, shit. I had to look anyway. that up. That's awesome. Yeah, well, you can maybe come up to Houston, or come up to Houston, <laughs> come up to Dallas and come see it. It yeah, would be no, that amazing. Might, well, that friends, might be worth the trip. It could be. I, the tickets weren't expensive either. I got like second row. Anyway, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink. I am Elvis, your host, and today with me, I have Miss Mama Chicken. Hey, how's it going? Also with us today, we have Mr. Count Chocolate. The countdown has ended, and I'm back at work. 
And joining us today, we also have Miss Sparkles. Hey, y'all. And last but not least, we also have Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, everyone. And there's something I just forgot we haven't told the listeners. I even got permission, and I just got so sidetracked, because this summer's been a clusterfuck for me, that we are expecting a baby sparkles soon. Yay! There is a sparkly little bun in the oven. And <laughs> there is a sparkly it. little bun in the oven. And Mr. Sparkles mm-hmm. and I are very excited. Do do we have a nickname for it? Like we have the chocolate drops, we have the foo-foo. Is this like the sparklets? The sparkler? I, I don't know. We haven't we haven't thought of it. so I've just been calling the baby baby sparkles. Um, baby sparkles but we gotta come works. up with something better. I, I'm putting my official like hat in the ring to make it the semen demon. We are not. Absolutely not, Elvis. Absolutely not. That's even out there for me. No, sir. <laughs> I mean, Shirley's got the crotch goblins. Why can't she ever see them? Because I am sparkly. It has to be something sparkly. And crotch goblins doesn't involve any mention of bodily fluids. Yeah. I, maybe yeah. I was thinking like a wayfarer. Like a, what a do they call it when fireworks ship? go like? Elvis, we know you too well to think you were thinking of a wayfarer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Well, I'm glad you guys are here, and I'm glad people are listening. We are actually getting really, really close to our 200th episode coming up soon. We got about a month or so, maybe two months. It depends on how many episodes we release between now and then. So we're going to have to work on some kind of gathering or something. So start brainstorming, my friends. But it's it's back to school time. And I have to say, first off, in July, I had the gut punch in the stomach when I saw all like the back to school crap up, like grocery stores and Walmart putting those little fake school bus looking displays out. And then I think I was all alleviated because like last week they took all that down before school was even begun and they started putting up Halloween things. And that made me happy again. I was like, okay. And for me personally, I'm some of my schools have started back, but I don't really even start full-time work again until after Labor Day. So I've got like time painting my house while my kids are out and I'm just doing all the kind of bitch work that I haven't wanted to do all summer, but I'm not like, okay, I'll do it now. But how are things going for you? What's up, Mama Chicken? What have you been up to the last month or two? What's your summer been like? Oh, wow. Um, I had made the decision at the end of the school year to pursue employment elsewhere. Um, And so far, that has not really panned out. Um, I had an interview. I'm waiting to hear. Um, My first teacher work day is Tuesday. I have not quit that job. It will be my job if I can't find something. So I'm kind of in limbo. So this summer has been a whole lot of distract mama chicken from sitting around and thinking about (laughs) employment um, Mm -hmm. and um, applying to jobs. And I did have that one interview um, for a high school career coach, which I really want, but um, I, I don't know. So it's, it's, it's been okay. It's, I'm just, I don't know what to expect in the next week or so. My classroom <laughs> is in boxes. Um, kids come in a, a week. I don't know. We'll see. 
Oh, well, hi, it's to you. And if you're ever looking at jumping, we had our friend, she's done an episode with us called So You Want to Leave Teaching. And her she, her company is the Texas Career Coach, or not the Texas Career Coach, teacher the career Teacher coach. Career Coach. Yeah, I belong to and, her uh, email. Yeah. We even have the link if you look in the info for mm-hmm. the podcast where you can click on it. And they like say thank you to us when you join up if you do. And they have some really, really great resources for anyone wanting to check it out. It's not a guaranteed thing, but it helps you get on the path, opens your eyes a little bit. I will say like, I'm, I'm on part of her email list and like, she does have some great advice and like encouragement too, because it, it does mm-hmm. feel kind of scary. So I'm excited. It's an exciting change, but it's also yeah, I 100% get that. Miss Bunny, how have you been? It's been a week or two. What are you and the Bunny been doing? You and the Fufu's been doing to, you know, get ready for school starting up? Well, we have been, um, Fufu has been going back to daycare, and I have been going back to teacher in service and workday stuff and uh, trying to also get my classroom out of boxes. I changed campuses at the end of last year. Okay. And uh, so far, it has been a very, very, very good change. I am so much more like happy and energized than I have been at this time in the last couple of years. Um, t- two years ago, I, we were talking about it before the podcast, I was approximately uh, 8 million months pregnant with <laughs> the foo-foo at this time, and I hated everyone and everything. So <laughs> this is definitely an improvement over that. It sounds like it. But yeah, it's the room looks good. I'll send a picture to the group chat, but it it's I think it's gonna be good. I bet it will be. And also, Mr. Count Chocolate, how is your you've been back at school almost since the last time we did a big recording. That was almost a month ago. Yeah. What's going on with you? Hey, it's been about a month. Uh we're back in full swing, so everyone's back on campus. Um it's going really well. Uh, admin is extremely supportive. I, I've said this before that I think I have the most supportive admin that I've ever had in my 19 year career. Um, oh, wow, that's beautiful. Years. And then for myself, uh, I have found my way to the gym every day at school. I've adjusted my meds and I've cut out some alcohol, and I'm feeling better than I have in a very long time. So, oh, good. Uh, two thumbs up for, for the chocolate one over here. We're doing all right. Nice, nice, nice. And of course, Miss Sparkles, let's go ahead and get into it. But besides finding out I'm having a baby, um, I was uh, let go from my position in HISD. The department I was in was completely dismantled by Mr. Miles, the non certified new superintendent uh, selected by TEA. And so that meant. I'm scrambling to find a job. So not to interrupt you, but just for anyone who doesn't know the Houston independent school district, which I believe is the second or third largest district in the state of Texas, which is a huge, it's the largest in the state of Texas. Actually, a lot of the people in government, not even just TA decided they wanted to take over the Houston independent school district because they didn't like how it was being run. And so they brought in this man, Mr. Miles, who doesn't have experience or really anything. And if you've looked at any of the newspapers or follow this, he's made such great decisions as removing a lot of the libraries from schools to turn them into discipline centers and also letting go our dear Miss Sparkles. It is a shit show of what they are doing to Houston ISD right now. But Miss Sparkles, please take over. I'm sorry for interrupting. Oh, no, you're good. No, it's, it is absolutely a shit show. 
Um, yes, the libraries he got rid of were, of course, in the schools that were struggling the most. So probably the schools that need the libraries the most. Uh, well, now they don't have them. A- anyway, so my entire department, which was the uh, which was a technology department, HIC had two, but th- the technology department I was in was completely dismantled. So we're all scrambling to find jobs. And on what was considered my last day of work, uh, my boss, my former boss, texted a bunch of us and said, hey, if you guys are still looking, this position in the district is still open. It means that you guys would get to keep you know, your benefits. You wouldn't lose a paycheck or anything like that. So I was like, look, I'm expecting a baby. I got I to gotta apply. So I apply. Literally that night at 6.15, I get an email saying I'm being offered the position. I did not interview. <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing. They just need somebody in there. And I was like, okay. So I click the accept recommendation button and it said, you're going to get a message from compensation and that'll get all worked out. And then we'll tell you when to show up to work. Nobody ever contacted me after that. Uh, I, I didn't <laughs> hear from anyone. I was literally, I was like, damn, did I get ghosted? Like, like what? I completely heard Nothing. Zip, zero, zilch. Until I applied for unemployment. I applied for unemployment thinking, okay, I don't have a job in HIC anymore, but I had accepted a position somewhere else. It just didn't start for a couple weeks. So I was like, you know, I get unemployment. And uh, that's when I get another call from my old boss. And she's like, why did you apply for unemployment? I was like, I don't have a job. Nobody. <laughs> she's like, she was like, nobody told you where to show up to work. And I was like, no. No, nobody told me. <laughs> and thus began like a full day of trying to figure out why no one told me when to come back to work. Oh, wow. And it turns out they just forgot to put me on the email. So now I'm back at work. Um, oh, good. Yes. But now nobody knows really what my job is. Like we don't, we don't really know what we're supposed to be doing yet. It's all, it's a cluster. It's a cluster. Did they so. give you a title at least or anything? Like you yeah. are. Yeah. I'm like a coordinator one of some mysterious something or other. Oh. Yeah. Nobody knows what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I still, I also still don't know what my salary is. Don't know that. Um, yeah. But I interviewed for a job on Friday. So here's hoping I get that and I can get out of this shit show. Yeah, no, I'm sorry you're going through that. And I'm glad you have a job and I'm glad you have benefits. And I hope you maybe you'll just be one of those people who is on the payroll, but you don't actually have to work and through one of those like little loopholes. Like what was the woman who worked for one tech company for three years and then she was an idiot and went online and was like, hey, guess what? They haven't paid me for three years. And so they quit paying her. You could do that. Just get those (laughs) money, enjoy the baby and the benefits, all that. And you and Mr. Sparkles can go and raise your little semen demon. It'll be amazing. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like if I had not applied for unemployment, I, they probably still wouldn't know that I wasn't showing up to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, as long as the checks keep coming in. I, as a system that has ripped off so many teachers and made their lives hell, I think as long as you're not doing anything illegal, if that's them dropping the ball, I think that's okay. I, I mean, maybe not okay. Maybe it's a blurry gray area. I would support you and understand you through that. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, friends, I want to talk about some back-to-school stuff. 
And the one that I want to bring up to, I don't know how many of you guys have heard about this, comes out of Lexington, Kentucky. Do, 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 do. This is from AP News, and the title is New School Bus Routes a Disaster, Kentucky Superintendent admits. Last kids didn't get home till 10 p.m. In Louisville, Kentucky, Kentucky's largest school system canceled the second and third day of classes after a disastrous overhaul of the transportation system that left some children on buses until just before 10 p.m. on opening day. You know, because that first day of school, you, you need to get a good night's sleep. Oh, man, I can't imagine having elementary school kids who are so burned out, like a kindergartner or a first grader on the bus and not getting home till 10. Oh, kids never want to go to school again. Anyway, back to the story. Jefferson County Public School Superintendent Marty oh, fuck you, Papa. Superintendent Marty Polio called it a transportation disaster Thursday morning. Polio ex- apologized to the district's 96,000 students along with their families, bus drivers, and the school officials who had to stay with students for hours as they waited on buses to arrive. He called the decision to close schools on Thursday and Friday the most difficult of his career, but said it was necessary. Necessary. District officials will spend the four days before Monday reviewing the routes and having drivers practice them, he said. The district that encompasses Louisville has 65,000 bus riders, according to its website. The disaster came after major changes to the bus routes and school start times meant this year I'm going to start that again. The disaster came after major changes to school bus routes and school start times this year meant to alleviate a bus driver shortage. The district spent 199000 to hire the Alpha Route engineering firm to create a plan that would cut the number of bus routes and stops. In pushing for the changes, Polio said the district simply could not keep up with its current routes with its current routes because of the driver shortage. Even after increasing pay and cutting routes, the district did not have enough drivers, and students continued to get to school late and leave school late all year long. The district opened an online co- co- the district opened an online comment form for the new bus routes on July 24th and received thousands of complaints from parents concerned their children were having to walk too far to catch the bus and that bus stops were at busy, unsafe intersections. District spokesperson Mark Herbert told the paper last week they were continuing to review the parent request. Uh, Latasha Gomez told the paper last week that the bus for her two elementary school children was scheduled to pick them up at 6 a.m. for a 740 school start. The bus stop is also a half mile from their home and there are no sidewalks. Gomez called the district's transportation department, but was told nothing can be changed. Kentucky law allows bus stops for elementary schools to be up to half a mile away, while middle school and high school students might have to walk up to one mile to get to their bus stop. And I'm just going to stop the article right here. There is so much wrong with this. Number one, the reason you have a bus shortage, a shortage of drivers, is because you're not paying them enough to make it worth it. Bus driving is not a full-time job. Usually it's part-time, and it's a couple hours in the morning and a couple hours in the evening. And so if you're only paying someone the bare minimum, they're not going to miss out on a full-time job or even a real part-time job to make the thing work. Number two, if you have three hundred or $200,000 to pay for this company to create a really shitty plan, maybe just use that 200000 to bump the pay of bus drivers so they show up and do their work. But this company obviously did a half-assed job because, 
Imagine going to some of the busiest intersections in your neighborhood. Maybe not even a maybe not in your neighborhood in your city, where it's not even a great city, and you have no sidewalks. It's a sketchy corner. There's people there. It's six in the morning, so the kids probably have to wake up a lot earlier, and their parents do too to get them there. And the fact that they were there from six to almost ten a.m. or ten p.m. at night, this is a huge clusterfuck. And this is because they're just trying to save money left and right and left and right instead of, you know, they'd rather pay a corporation or admin a couple hundred thousand dollars instead of splitting that and paying people who know what they're doing who will actually show up. It's such a clusterfuck. I want to hear some of your views on this. My friends, who would like to go first? Someone speak up. Please let me go first. (laughs) Okay, sparkles, go. Okay, I just want to add a little caveat to what you're saying about how much they paid. So they paid, you know, 300 grand for this. UPS offered to do this for them, like to map the routes, because of course, what's UPS known for? Making mm-hmm. lots of stops very efficiently and quickly. So UPS was like, hey, we can help you guys out with this for, I don't know if it was for free or if it was for way less money, but certainly for way less money. And they turned them down. And are just now going back and saying, JK, actually, we do need y'all's help. So they just pick some random assholes <laughs> to, to create these routes that are shit. And like, here's the thing, a half mile, a mile, that's not that bad. But without sidewalks, they are just asking for some poor kid to get hit by a car and end up dead because this district couldn't be fucked to get this work done in the best way. I know. I mean, I get 100% that school districts are not well-funded, that a lot of – I don't even feel like hiding. A lot of the Republican Party feels that they shouldn't fund school districts because it's just enabling people to, you know, become trans or spread ideas or talk about racism or whatever idea they're using to distract from them getting addressed and indicted all the time. And it's just such a fucking nightmare right now that it's affecting everyone. We've seen the squeeze over the last two years of funding – Texas had a, how big was our shortfall, or our butt, or what do you call it, a surplus of money that we had at the beginning of summer? $31 billion. $31 billion. And some senators, really good state senators, like, you know what, we can actually pay for teachers now. We could use this to support the education system. Guess how much of a raise they did to do this? Zero. Zero. And guess what else the governor decided to do? Cut school funding, because Texas, it's funded by your property taxes. Like we don't do a personal income tax here in Texas. You pay your federal taxes and you're good, but you pay a lot more in property taxes. It was like, we don't have to pay state tax, so it's wonderful. Yeah, you're paying a lot more from property taxes. Look at other states and compare how much you pay the other ones. But then they cut the property taxes. So people are like, hooray, less taxes to pay. But guess what specifically the taxes were funding? Schools. So not only did we have a surplus, we could have fixed it. They gutted it even more. And other people were cheering because, hey, we have to pay less on property taxes. Yeah, your school systems are going to shit now. It's really, really sad. And this is nationwide. And I'm on my soapbox and forgot what I was talking about. But let's get back to the subject about Kentucky and fucking over the bus system. My other friends, Count, Mama, Bunny, what are you guys thinking? All I'm going to weigh in and say is that I hope every parent had something to say. When they open up that forum, you go ahead and let them have it. If your child uh, 
you know, if, if, if you had an eight-year-old who was lost for two hours, then you know what? I hope you can go ahead and, and voice that concern, too, because that is 100% unacceptable. There is no way that should have happened like that. And they should have already had a plan from, like, the previous year. It's not like you have to undo everything, not unless you just didn't have any efficient bus routes. But you could have just tweaked and modified. It sounded like they almost had to gut the whole thing and start over, and kids were all over the place. That's 100% unacceptable. No, and that was their plan. They figured if they were paying this money, obviously they were going to get the money's worth from it, and they won't do what the school district's been doing in the past. Why use old knowledge? It's clearly not working, and they could have, you know, like you're saying, Count, just tweaked it. No, I have a feeling there was some good old boy behavior there where, you know what, my buddy's got this company, and if I can give him 200 grand or 300, he can fix this whole system. And I bet it looked great on paper. But from when I was reading other articles, a lot of it was, okay, well, we have the elementary school starting before middle school, middle school before high school. So we'll pick up the elementary kids and then bus them to the middle school. And then when we drop off the middle school kids, we'll take them back to elementary. But then we'll go and get some of the high school. It was this really convoluted, fucked up way of doing deliveries that also didn't account for, you know, traffic, traffic patterns rush hour, dismittal, because even if school gets out at 3.30 or 4 o'clock or whenever the schools are getting out, if you push that half an hour and you get to 4.30 or 5 o'clock in a lot of cities, that's rush hour. That's when the roads are stuck. And that's when you have these kids walking on the street or a bus having to stop traffic in all directions so kids can get on and off. This was just this was just money spent and it was wasted. And I have a feeling they're going to spend even more money or maybe they'll wise up and get UPS to help them. But who knows? Bunny, at, Bunny Mama, do you have any uh, views on this? <laughs> um, so I, I agree with Count, although it's, I, I hope instead of having something to say, they actually like riot in the streets because I would be furious if my child – in elementary school did not get home until after 10 o'clock at night. Like that's ridiculous. But I'm, I mean, I think it all comes down to just fund education, you know, um, in North Carolina, we're doing the same thing. We're taking a $2 billion or something crazy um, surplus and creating opportunity scholarships for private schools because school choice and, um, and then school districts like mine have to be super competitive with the charter schools. And then they get super crazy about the test scores and they start cutting teacher positions because we can't keep up. We're losing populations because the charter schools and the private schools aren't doing all the testing and aren't putting all that emphasis on it. And so it's like this weird self-fulfilling prophecy. And anyway, I think I'm going on my soapbox, but I will just say that <laughs> it is ridiculous and it all comes down to just funding education, public education, because that is a right that all citizens of the United States have, especially our kids. I agree, buddy. Okay. <clears throat> Do y'all remember that viral video from a few years ago about hide your kids, hide your wife? <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. There's a line that that man says in that about, you are so dumb, you are really dumb, for real. For real. And that is <laughs> that just keeps going, like, you had UPS offering to help you for free or for cheap, and the fact that we are underfunded, like, 
you should have been pouncing on that opportunity like me on cake. Like, you should have been <laughs> on that. And instead, you're going to go spend more money and when you could have gotten that. Y'all are so dumb. Why are you so dumb? For real. Oh, okay. I'm done. Yeah. I do I have. Just, oh, sorry. Sorry. No, I was just like the anger and the confusion. And I was sitting over here making the what the fuck face the entire time that everybody else was speaking. Like, I'm sure the look on my face was just WTF. I have one more thing I would like to add because we had something similar to this in my hometown. It was really hard to get bus drivers. Like, cause like Elvis was saying, it's part time. You only get paid when you're driving the bus. You don't get paid otherwise. And, um, you know, bus drivers have to have a CDL license to drive the bus. You can make so much fucking money working in Texas, working at an oil site with your CDL. You know what I mean? Like, why am I going to give up a good job? Like I could work that part time and make four times as much as driving a bus for a school district. And people are willing to take less money if they feel appreciated and if the, they aren't given these like insane expectations. Like I think it's fucking crazy that for some, somehow the bus driver has to safely drive children and also make sure they're behaving on the bus at the same time. That's not physically possible. Maybe if you got somebody just to help them out part-time on the bus to keep the kids wrangled, you could get more bus bus drivers because then all they'd have to do is drive. Yep. Right. Like use that money. And I feel the same way about the other shit that's going on in Houston. Instead of using the money to, you know, rent energy stadium to detentions and rent energy stadium and all of these things, use it to pay more people pay more teachers pay more paras pay more bus drivers pay for some bus monitors like there's got to be some stay-at-home moms out there that wouldn't mind making a little extra money like riding the bus with their kid in the afternoon you know being a bus monitor or something like that just why are we're using you're spending money on the wrong things Mm -hmm. give it to people instead of trying to make yourself look better and flashier and looking stupid. Because if they put it to the people, then they have to train the people and they have to take care of it. Where if they buy some package from a company, the company is going to promise all kinds of things. And I have a feeling whatever this bus company was that set up this new $200,000, $300,000 plan, I, I bet they're not, other than saying, oh, you guys did a shitty job. I don't, think they have to return any money i don't think they have to do anything i think they just kind of oh sorry that didn't work for you but i also imagine they said they're going to take the next two or three days to train the bus drivers like how to do these routes you know maybe do that before fucking school starts just a thought let them know but then they'd have to pay them to be there as opposed to say hey just follow this app on your phone and go beep 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 and stop everywhere but I don't know. This was such a huge clusterfuck, but I feel it's really endemic of the entire nationwide school system where they feel safer paying some company or some corporation, or they feel that's a safe place to put their money instead of just paying the people who do the job. And like we've said, this is becoming a sad self-fulfilling prophecy because you're paying less, you're getting some less qualified people who might not be as passionate, might not care. I've seen so many teachers who quit after the first week of school. 
like literally this year because they hired some like 22 year old kid fresh out of college. And honestly, having your cert or not having your cert, I feel it's better, but all kinds of people can be alternatively certified and be perfectly amazing teachers. I know many, but when you're just like, Hey, we'll give you bus fare if you can come watch the kids. And then they don't do a good job. And they're like pointing at this saying, look at these teachers. They suck. Yeah. Because you hired someone, you lowered the bar so much that what did you expect? And I don't know, because then they'd have to spend money or tax and uh, I got to stop. Yep. I'm just going to lose my damn mind. That's the cycle. So, um, hey, guys, guess what? What? What's up? We have a Patreon. Get the what? Patreon. Patreon. The rumors are Ooh, true. Sounds like it fun. It is true. That's right. We have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get all kinds of access to bonus episodes. There's interviews with the hosts. And this is actually the newest kind of most exciting thing that we just started doing. This week, we have it connected through Spotify, where if you don't want to go to Patreon, you can actually go to Spotify, find Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, and sign up through there and listen to it through Spotify, all through the same app that you listen to all your other great music and podcasts through. It is amazing. So go find Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, sign up, and do it now! Woo! All the cool kids are doing it! So, my friends, would you rather... <laughs> Ride a 50-foot wave on an inflatable alligator or get fired out of a cannon into orbit. One, these are like things Gonzo the Great would do on the Muppet Show. I love it. <laughs> would you rather ride a 50-foot wave on an inflatable alligator or get fired out of a cannon into orbit? Who wants to go first? Sparkles, you're lit up. What's going on? I'm going with the wave. I'm going with the wave, Elvis. Mm-hmm. What's For your sure. thought process then? Well, I am afraid of heights, so both of these suck. But I am more <laughs> afraid of uh, coming back down because of gravity. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to have to go with the wave because it feels like it could theoretically be safer. Also, I live in Houston, and we have a lot of um, space trauma. So <laughs> um, I, I will be staying away from that. And I will be sticking to I, the, 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 the rivers and the lakes that I'm used to. Yeah, Thank don't you, go chasing waterfalls. But I will I not. Gotta, I got to tell you, though, from a safety perspective, if you get fired into orbit, you ain't coming down. You're just going to keep going round and round oh, and round. God. And that could be cool. And being in Houston, I've been looking at the news reports. All that water out there, that's poo water in the Gulf. Well, it didn't there say it so had to be Houston water. water. Like, I could go to Bahamas water. That's fine. Oh, fuck yeah. No, okay, I'm going to go ahead and side with Sparkles. I'm going to go to somewhere beautiful that is not Texas. That's not even on this coast. Maybe not even in this country. And I'm going to get my ass on the sexiest, coolest-looking inflatable alligator. I'm going to put on a leather Fonzie jacket and some tiny, tiny shorts with my cheeks hanging out the bottom. And I'm going to ride that motherfucker, and it's going to be epic. I hope no one videotapes it because I'm going to eat shit. But it will look epic in the beginning. Uh, Count, what about you? Are you going to get fired out of a cannon into orbit or ride a 50-foot wave on an inflatable alligator? No, nah, man. I, I'm riding that wave for a couple reasons. First reason being I just got a sticker from the Countess when she came back from San Diego that says ride the wave. So that's on my computer. So that works. 
And also, I'm with you on the booty shorts. Like, go ahead mm-hmm. and let these chocolate cheeks air out uh, on mm-hmm. that wave. And, and let's make some noise on a, on a beach or, I don't know, ocean somewhere. I can, I can make that look pretty sexy, so I'm going to try for that. You know, Cal, we don't even have to ride the wave. You and I can just wear booty shorts out. Let's do it we together. Can. Let's turn it will be, Let's do it. And, you know, they're going to be snapping pictures. So uh, yeah. Lucille Lane and her little tribe of wonderful women have this beautiful moo-moo club where they all get big hats and moo-moos and go out for drinks and, like, golden girl it up. And I've been invited to go several times. I feel what? that we could maybe just wear our booty shorts and go join them. <laughs> I and I think it'd be pretty good. I think they'd I like our company. Moo-moo, but I'll, I'll, make, I'll make it work with the shorts. <laughs> we can get the Homer Simpson moo-moo. It could rock. Okay. I mean, they got all sizes. It'll fit anybody. Mama, what about you? I, I, well, first of all, I feel like you'd have to wear a moo-moo if you go to a moo-moo club. I'm just saying. I guess. But I'll do it. I had one, but my ex-wife made me throw it out. Apparently, a grown man shouldn't have a moo <laughs> I was from a Halloween costume, but man, she had uh, sure. That sounds she's like a- she's enforcing false gender roles, um, and you should mm-hmm. get the best, most wonderful moo in retaliation. You know, I, I've been thinking a lot about relationships the last few months and boundaries and setting boundaries and just life and stuff like that about, you know, where you should draw your line. And I'm thinking, was her requesting me not to own a moo-moo a boundary or a request? I don't know. I, I'm kind of coming that over, but we'll get back to that. Bunny, are you wait, going wait, to get I didn't fired get to say. I am so sorry, Cut Mama. me off with your moo-moo talk. I'm no, just horrible kidding. like that. No, you're you're fine. Um, I'm, I'm team wave. No, you don't. I love you, Elvis. No, I'm team wave. Um, team wave all the way because, um, yeah, also scared of heights. And 50 feet is very high up. But if I know I'm landing in water on top of an inflatable alligator, I think I'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Bunny, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go with waves also because I can put on a life jacket and some little like floaty armbands and stuff. (laughs) And if shit gets too real, the Coast Guard can come for me. Um, If they launch you into orbit, you're on your own. And teamwork makes the dream work. I feel like there would be more support for uh, the, the alligator wave situation. Yeah, yeah. Plus there's I think the, you're right there. But the whole oxygen go thing ahead. about being in space. Also that, yeah. But I don't know. Government said we got aliens now. Maybe they just scoop you up when you get up there. And like you get to have a good old party with the gray people. It could happen. I guess you guys haven't been following the UFO news and the Senate. No, no, I, like no, I, 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 I've been following. No, it, I heard that we got aliens. We got aliens. Who's to say I'm not, not an alien? I'm not down for getting. <laughs> oh shit! I'm not down for getting probed anywhere. So, <laughs> and that's why your social life is kind of quiet at the moment. Just saying, it's true. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and and maybe having a small child. That might have also that. Anyway. My friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I hope everyone out there is off to at least a decent, maybe not quite so much room on fire this year. Sounds like things are getting back to normal once they uh, know, you know, they get back. I don't know. I'm trying to be the the optimist in all of this. I'm not ready to bolt from the classroom yet, but I got to say, from my opinion, pre-pandemic to where we are now, 
having a good job that pays well and gives you a regular raise and benefits all the time, um, starting to look a little sexier and sexier every single day. So I'd like to thank all my hosts who are with us today. Miss Sparkles, thank you for coming back. It was great to be here. Bye, y'all. Bye. And Mama Chicken, it's been so long. Thanks for showing up yeah, today. Yeah, I miss you guys. Thanks for having me. Woohoo! And Count Chocolate, I always love talking to you. Always a pleasure. The chocolatey one has thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed his time. Thank you, Elvis. And last but not least, Ms. Bunny O'Hare, thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me back. It was a pleasure as always. All right, my friends, take care of yourselves. If you are thinking about leaving the profession, go to our link in the info about this episode and click on Teacher Career Coach, and you can find out about all the assets and programs and tips they have. Also, um, sign up for our Patreon, and if you are struggling with mental health, man, my God, I have, go look at your insurance plan. Take care of yourself, because it can make something that feels like so huge and insurmountable be something that you can, you know, move on from. And this is yes. all really important. So take care of your mental health. Go talk to therapists. Think about medication, whatever might work for you. It's almost always covered by your insurance plan from your district. So please, please, please look into it because we need all of you guys here. You guys are important and we love you. So everyone out there, take deep breaths, take deep drinks, and cheers! Woo-hoo! Cheers! Cheers! All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Make sure if you're interested, you can sign up for our Patreon through Spotify or by going to Patreon and looking up Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. And also a big shout out to our sponsor, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, send them to Lud Lamb Dramatics so they can stock up on some amazing posters and resources for their classrooms. All right, everyone, we got about five more episodes till we get to number 200. It'll be exciting and a great time once we do. So keep listening, stick with us, and hey, love you guys. Bye.